to the Fence End podcast. Um, it's just the three of us today. So uh, I'm Liam, and then we've got Fraser. Hello, Fraser. Hello. And Simon. Hello, Simon. Hello. And through this pod, we are going to be uh, discussing the 3 0 win against Accrington and the upcoming game against Southampton. Oh, I was just waiting to see if there was a. I was a bit slow on the uptake. I've been waiting to do that <laughs> for weeks now. Um, we're all uh, yeah. laughed out, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, that's that then. Um, right. Okay. So um, the Accrington game. Let's uh, well. Let's start at the rumours before the game. <laughs> um, the the um, Blackpool were were about to sort of sweep Robinson. Um, which I don't know. It seemed like Brady Oxford were under the impression that the approach had been turned down, and then during the during their commentary, they said we can confirm it now. But afterwards, he had no idea about it, <laughs> and uh, it turned out it had been contacted, but didn't want to sort of upset the apple cart just before the uh, the game. So, uh, is that a good decision? First of all, should they have let him know? As soon as it came in, or uh, do you think they went about it the right way? I think they. Uh, it's 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 really tricky because for him, he. I think you 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 tell him as soon as you know, but you know, or he, he would want to know as soon as that comes in. But for the club, they're kind of thinking, well, do we upset the preparation? So it's a it's a really tricky one. But but I guess. By the time he's not, he's going to know that they've put in a bid for him. He's not living in a bubble, so uh, it's very, very tricky. But then you could argue, well, we won the game three 0 so perhaps all you know, everything was done in the right way. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I don't know. There's something about it all that the the way he reacted after the game, um, and just sort of like, well, I feel I should have should have known. I, I just. It, it it was just a really odd reaction, I thought. I'd like, but it, everything seems to tally up, and and he seems more than happy with the fact that it was declined, and you know, and and by the looks of it, Blackpool have approached a few different clubs, in the meantime, um, and had a similar sort of reaction, including that lot down the road. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It it seemed odd timing by Blackpool, regardless, because they were playing. Uh, on Tuesday night as well, um, but listening to the fans forum earlier, it it doesn't seem to bother Robinson at all. He's just sort of business as usual, which I think has got to be a good thing. Yeah, <clears throat> I think you're right. Um, the um, yeah the post the post match interview um, with Robinson, which I'm sure we all heard, that was the it it just yeah there's something about it wasn't there. He he was clearly annoyed. He was clearly upset that it it. He hadn't been told formally mm. um, by the club. And, you know, he kept making he kept making comments and then doing a laugh after it, didn't he? But I I didn't I felt like he was using a laugh to cover that he was actually a bit more annoyed than he wanted to publicly let on, if you know what I'm trying to say. Um, but he, maybe... I think he wanted to tell the board that he was a bit annoyed, but not publicly say that, you know, sort of literally say those words. Is there a chance that he was annoyed that other people, um, like the media, were talking about it before he was. But he's a football manager. I mean, that that's the game you're in. Yeah, but it, like, I, it's not like you or I. <laughs> no, but it, it, like it, the the radio 
um, the the radio program were talking about it before he got wind of it. So maybe well, that's what annoyed him, as a, as opposed to well about the fact that there was a was an approach. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, so maybe it's like, well, maybe this should be discussed once I've been told instead of, you know, I'm just trying to look at why he would be annoyed when realistically he is a bit like, yeah, well, I'm managing Oxford and here for the yeah. the long term. I've said that yeah. throughout and his family settled here. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it, like he did seem annoyed, but I, I'm trying to work out what. We're... <laughs> I think, well, I think, I think he'll, you know, he'll, he'll like the fact there was an approach. I mean, let's be honest. We can all be as modest as we want, but who wouldn't like the fact that another organisation is after your services? You know, it's flattering, isn't it? Yeah, um, absolutely. And you know, if he can use that as leverage to get a bit more cash out of the board to spend on players, then fill your boots. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think we all agree there. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, as well as all of this, we beat Accrington 3-0, that which uh, I think it was a very efficient performance. Um, in a lot of our other 3-0s, which, you know, has been a, a, remarkable, a remarkable amount this season of, of three or more goals, um, we have sort of not let them had a, a sniff. Whereas in this game... There were goal line clearances. Um, there were chances they should have scored, really. Um, but for you know, it, it. I think the our first goal was the perfect illustration of the game. You've got Sam Long, <laughs> with the block, and then just some absolute like master play between Brown, Henry, and and just sort of the. Just the way everything went about, and then you look at the the second goal with the. Um, with the flicking around and and you know it it it's not just sort of tippy tappy football. They are incredible passes, incredible technique. You know ev- everything about them. It, it, all three goals I thought were just brilliant. Um, and I I, I think yeah the the first one sums it up completely where it's last ditch defending, through to scoring. But mm. all of it was great. Um, it, it, what was the atmosphere like there? Um, yeah, it wasn't cold. great. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah, that that's true. It, yeah, it was very cold. Yeah, um, it um, yeah, the crowd wasn't great Tuesday. It was it was a bit of a low one, wasn't it? Was it five something, five six, yeah, or rather five six. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I don't know. I, I I thought I actually was very impressed with Accrington Stanley in the first half. Um, I thought they played really good football. I thought they were well organized. They played some lovely passing stuff up front and and very unlucky to not score. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, it was I don't know, they were I actually thought they were one of the better teams we've seen at home this year. Um and yet we beat them three <laughs> 0 yeah, yeah. I think it shows as well that you know, you, you hear a lot of teams at, at this level who are obviously on much smaller budgets than some of the bigger sides, and there's always that kind of argument that well, you, you can't play football on a small budget. You've got to make the most of what you've got. Well, I think John Coleman's really showing that you, you can actually have a footballing side on a very small budget. You know, the, when you consider where, where Accrington are geographically and the, and the number of big clubs around them, you know, very close to Blackburn and Burnley, yeah. who, who get decent crowds, and then you're not that far to sort of Manchester and Liverpool clubs and Preston and places like that. To For them to be as as attractive a football inside as they were kind of on the, on the money that they, 
they spend is is a real achievement. I think it just shows that you, you can do it. You can play football if you want to and and be, you know, do reasonably well. And I think we saw that in in League Two as well. Um, they mm. they were a great footballing side, and yeah. and when they you know we beat them at their place, they came to the Kasam and beat us. Um, it, that season and they were one of the best teams I think we saw that that season and and uh, I I for one was when they missed out on promotion I felt a bit bad because they were a very good side wasn't and, it the last kick of the been, game at Bristol Rovers that denied them as well uh, yeah. pretty much and <laughs> and Trevor Kettle's refereeing just oh, about yeah. to say it was wasn't oh, it yeah. yeah yeah one of those where he, he kind of blew the whistle as they as the shot went in yeah, yeah you're right um, yeah. But you know that being said, we're now two League One clubs, and as yeah. as you say, they are playing good football on that budget. Which you know, credit to them. Yeah. Um, do you think the the crowd being a bit lower and the atmosphere being a bit off, um, despite a three nil win, is why there's been such a movement for the the kind of get behind the team? Um, I've seen that so many times yeah. since then. Yeah. Um, is that all connected to it? Do you think? I think so. I was wondering this as well, actually, because I I looked at Twitter and it was just full of loads of like fans with rallying cries, and I thought, oh, something happened, and it just seemed to be that. Oh, and, you know, I'm not I'm knocking it. It was great, but it just seemed to be that. Um, that yeah, they put that statement out about uh, the Blackpool thing, the situation, and and that we did really well on Tuesday night. But the crowd wasn't great. Um, I don't mean the noise the people there made. I mean the fact that there were a lot of empty seats. Mm. Um, I I do have a question about this, and uh, like I I don't know if I'm the only one that thinks it. It could be something that's discussed all the time. I've just missed it. Is everyone's away support better than their home support? Because I, I I'm sometimes sat, sat at the Kassam thinking, oh, we're making no noise at all. And you go on an away day, and it's all Oxford that you can hear. Um, I think I think for us the the fact that our most vocal fans in the East Stand are in a stand where the roof is so far above them, whereas you go to a lot of away, you know, you just go back to uh, Ipswich on Saturday and and where we stood at the back of the their stand, you you could almost touch the you know the roof, so and that amplifies the sound. I, I, the acoustics of the Kassam are awful for 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 the east stand and where they sing it just disappears the noise disappears yeah Yeah. i think a lot more people who don't usually make noise at home games are encouraged to at away games because they're they're next to people who are doing it yeah that's definitely true i like i get some funny looks when i when i shout (laughs) in the south stand uh Yeah. yeah um can't help it though but then on the other side of that we have had those sold out games at the Kassam like look at Newcastle that last yeah. 10 minutes you, you know it, there was so much noise from the the home fans and um I, I talk about it all the time but Wickham final game of the season 15-16 season oh, yeah. um my my mum and grandparents were sat in in their garden in Kennington and when we came back they hadn't seen the score and they went 3-0 was it <laughs> because they could they could hear the three goals going yeah. uh, like that the 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 crowd does or the the 
Home fans definitely have the potential. We obviously saw it at the Manor, but that was a long time ago now. Um, We've got yeah. to do some sort of Grenoble Road countdown. I mean, that's already number one. <laughs> I've already decided that. So yeah, it's, you can it, discuss two, three, four, you know. <laughs> it's going to be difficult to beat um, Rushton to get to the playoff final. Oh, that's yeah, got to be up there. That was a... Oh, what a game. Yeah. Um, anyway, one thing I did want to ask um, before I forget, because I've thought about the last the last couple of pods or the last pod anyway and forgot to mention it um the statue of kerry from this country <laughs> is that real have they actually okay. done that I, I d- is it I, I mean i presumed it was like a marketing thing for the new series but i i don't know i don't know is that i don't know enough about it it was i've seen it, was, it. the club tweeted it <laughs> it, it wasn't it like I just it's it's one thing we would never get a statue of Morse put outside. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it like that program is actively mocking. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. It was I like uh, I don't. They, they seem to not understand that that yeah that if you've actually seen this country. By the way, it's a great sitcom. If you've not seen it, it's yeah, really funny. But. Um, yeah, they didn't seem to understand that most of the references to them, um, yeah, are basically sort of making fun of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, there's something a bit Al Murray about it, where, you know, some people who are, as people like the pub landlord, going, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's right there, he's right there. It's like, no, he's, he's mocking people. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what he's doing. Uh, it's, I don't know. I for their sake, I hope that it is just a marketing ploy. If they've actually yeah. done it, that's amazing. Do you know, I always, I remember just, this has just come into my mind. I don't know why. Well, I do know why, because it's similar to what you're talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> about four or five years ago, the last time we played, four, three four years ago, the last time we played that lot at home, um, it was the 2-0 game. Um, and Maguire. That yeah, sorry, that one yeah, that oh. one yeah, and we had, uh, there was some on Sky. There was some lunchtime kickoff or something, and Gary Neville and Carragher were on the pitch, and Soccer AM asked them who they thought was going to win our game, and they both sort of started giggling, and I think Jamie Carragher said Oxford will batter them, and our fans jumped all over it like it was great. Right, you realise they're mocking us there, don't you? You realise <laughs> they've got no idea that this is a derby and that they they're just making fun of us. You do you know this? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew um, you would, Liam. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, right. Okay. So before we move on to the Southampton slash Southend game, um, let's do the where are they now section. Uh, talking about a um a former player. Now there there are a few to choose from. Um, if we start with the the other Aldridge. That you know should be talked about more, but <laughs> there was a more fam- uh, famous Aldridge played for us mm. as well. But um, go on, go on, Simon, take it away. Yeah, no, it, like you say, we we sort of started doing this, and you, you and you look at some of the names, and and you know some of them are, are kind of like last week's with Mike Salmon, sort of rather sort of comical in a in a sort of gallows humour style. Um, but sort of looking through the names, there were some you know some some great names who, who played for both. Um, you know some well-known names and, and and players that sort of started with us and and went there and you know people like Phil Whelan and 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 
Andy Woodman and, and stuff like that. But there were actually two that, that stood out. And like you say, the other Aldridge, Martin Aldridge, who, who was kind of part of, of that 95, 96 promotion side and, and, you know, scored a few goals in that side and, and, and was a, was a, you know, was a decent player, a good player, um, good young player. And he, he, when he left us, um, went to Southend on loan and then off to, on to Blackpool. But very sadly, as most people will, will remember, hopefully, killed in a car crash at the age of just 25. And, and it's, you, you know, we, we, these have started to become a little bit of a kind of, you know, start off humorously and, and end with a sort of serious note. And, and same, you know, the other name is Mitchell Cole, who, who also died, you know, way too young. Um, and and it, you kind of think how how you know those lives were unfulfilled to an extent, although they were doing you know they were playing a game they loved and and, and enjoyed and and made a, a professional career for themselves. But it, it also goes to show how short and fragile life can be, and, yeah. and you know how you know you you don't want to forget these guys. They they were all part of our you know our history as a club. You know however short or long or you know whether they were part of a promotion side or, or you know Mitchell Cole I think only played a few games with with us before he was diagnosed with his heart condition and, and forced his retirement from sort of professional football but it yeah it, it sort of makes you kind of think there's, there's we we kind of we can take the mickey out of players and we can moan at players and and but there's they're human beings at the end of the day and and very sadly you know, lives cut short. Yeah, um, and I think every so often something will happen, and everything's smashed into perspective. Um, yeah. Where you know we we've won three on the bounce. Everyone looks at this game, and we we joked earlier in the month, going well, that'll be the game that we lose then. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really doesn't matter. <laughs> no. um, and <laughs> and every so often you need those reminders. Um, I think. Because it's so easy to get sort of swept up in the in the whirlwind that is football that you you forget that there is real life outside it. So I yeah. I think you know when when we were choosing who to do in terms of the where are they now, it, it, we we opted for that just to you know bring everything back to earth. Mm. Um, yeah. So on that. On that note, well, in fact, trying to get away from that note, I guess. <laughs> uh, you two went to see Stuart Lee earlier. Um, did, were there any standout jokes that you can rip <laughs> off? And see, it's funny you say that because <laughs> he did a, he did a little bit about people saying that after the show. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and about how he's not really the sort of comedian you can quote a joke from. Well, perfect because um... you've just done it, and it was that. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Um, right, okay. Yeah, very good. If uh, I think there's still tickets available for Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday, if yeah. uh, if this is out in time. I, well, well recommend. I've never seen him live before and hugely entertaining. Very funny. Um, and uh, does actually uh, listen to this pod, I think. So that's good. <laughs> 100%. If you are listening, Stuart, Stuart um, why? Why? Yeah, <laughs> go to bed, man. <laughs> um, right, okay, so... South End. Um, oh. <laughs> it's really difficult not to say Southampton when I've been waiting so long. Um, yeah. Firstly, how funny was that interview? Anyone who hasn't seen it, Sol Campbell refers to South End as Southampton. And, and then. Do you know what? He's not even embarrassed about it. 
He just goes, oh, did I? Oh, my God. <laughs> what I really like is the interviewer ends up interrupting him and going, sorry, shall we start this again? Goes, Why? <laughs> uh, because the team you manage is Southend. Uh, right. Is that, oh, and you God. just said Southampton. Uh, right. But it's the fact that she doesn't just... She doesn't just say it. She brings the mic back to her. She knows this is being like whacked around social yeah, media afterwards. Yeah. Oh, it's so and, funny. And, and you're right. Does she? She words it. The team you manage is Southend, doesn't she? Yeah. Like, she doesn't just say because you said Southampton. She no. actually sort of makes like a cheeky remark at him. But we're all thinking, <laughs> yeah, correct. Why are you? Why that is the way you should speak to him with his ignorance. It because there was a big thing with. When it came to him becoming a manager, he called himself one of the greatest minds in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, has, <laughs> he has said, I, well, because I'm Sol Campbell in the past, no one should ever be able to to talk about themselves like that. Um, and he said, oh, if I were to manage at that level, referring to League mm. Two at the time, I think it was, yeah. um, within three games, I'd be able to sort it out because it's not rocket science, is it? it, it I just... Yeah. Just, he did yeah. keep Macclesfield up. He probably thought they were Manchester United, but he he kept them up, and it, it, fair play to him for that. But he's not one of the greatest minds of football. No, <laughs> and I mean it's yeah, like you say, it's just it's the arrogance of it, isn't it? You know the the thing about because they're in League Two or League One, and he made that comment he could figure it out in four games or something yeah. how to yeah. win the league. There is that fine line, isn't there, between between confidence in, in your own ability and, and self-belief and coming across as a complete and yeah. utter knob yeah, yeah. and it, it, like you say say don't say those things go and prove it yeah. do it you know yeah, do it absolutely. and and you know after three or four games go on a you know a winning run i've got to say half a dozen games and then go well i knew it'd be easy it is a fine than, line between between those two things, but he's not close to that line. No, no, no. <laughs> he is well into the knob yes. territory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, if you want to make a big error, look at the league table because it will just fill you with. Please don't, please don't slip on this banana skin, Oxford. Yeah, <laughs> especially like they they are the worst team I've seen this season. Yeah, hands down, they, they, are, they, yeah, they yeah, were they, dreadful. They were um, only five point. They had a twelve point head start on Bolton. Yeah, and that's down. That's now down to five points. So yeah, they're they're by far the worst side. And when you consider what Bolton went through at the start of the season, you know, yeah. they yeah. played those games. They they had kids out. They were getting yeah. smashed every week, mm-hmm. and they're still better than Southend. They've they've currently conceded over eighty goals, and nobody else has even conceded over seventy. Wow, <laughs> and I think one team's over sixty. So are I, you looking at that at the moment? Or is that is I'm, that accurate? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it is, frankly. Yeah. We'll um, check that. Nah. Yeah. Will any of the listeners? We'll find out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it is just one of those games, as you say, it's a banana skin, a potential banana skin. Um, we've just got to stick at what we do. Um, yeah, Absolutely. We've we've got you know that core of our team that we spoke about. They're fit. Taylor, sorry, Henry can't seem to stop finding Taylor. Yeah. And as long as that can continue, then then happy days. Uh, hopefully Ford will be back. There there was hope that he would be by by the South End game, but we'll we'll see. 
Um, if not, you know, as I said, Long was was definitely doing a job um, at right back. Yeah. And and I think the the weak link at the beginning was probably George Thorne, and that was his first league start for two years. So, I, I and and he grew into the game. So the more he can start, the the sort of better equipped he'll be for it. But you know, you hopefully Sykes will be sort of back to full strength after his illness, and yeah, we'll we'll just see what happens. But I I've got a good feeling. I'm going to say four nil again. Um, well, yeah. Just going back to those stats, you're, you're absolutely right that um, eight, yeah, 82 goals conceded. The, the next worst goals against is Bolton on 64, and they're the only team in the 60s. God. So everybody else is is under 60 goals conceded, apart yeah. from Bolton on 64 and Southend on 82. I know you've said this before, oh. Fraser, but you look at the table and we're obviously not doing badly. We're a point outside the playoffs. We've got, uh, you know, a fairly kind run in when you look at it, we've come in, we're coming into the form at the right time. Um, but you do look at it and go, how many times have we won by three or more goals this season? We've got, we've kept, um, is it the joint most clean sheets or is it the most clean sheets in the league? Uh, we went on a 17 game unbeaten run how are we not top? <laughs> yeah, I know it's. There were, there, do you know, there were. I mean, I mean, yeah, now as well, but especially in, there were times at the end of December or like just before New Year, when I was, I was just looking at the table thinking, I cannot understand how we're not higher, <laughs> mm. or you know that time the brief period we were in the autos, I was thinking, what? Why are we cemented into this? I don't understand. What the hell does it feel like if you're if you're clear at the top? <laughs> yeah, Luton last year. It was, yeah. it, I, I don't know, it must have been insane. But I I, I do think um, people are talking about, oh, you know, hopefully we'll finish in the playoffs. I still think we've got that shout of the autos. I, I, it's it's seven, point, seven points seven right. from, from top. Same games played? Yes. Uh, with those... Coventry, are, yeah, Coventry have got a game in hand on us. But yeah, same as Rotherham. Yeah. Um, you've, you've got a feel that but still got to play the, Coventry as we, well we, this this squad can get the points to do it you know we've seen what they're capable of um, dare we dream <laughs> yeah I think you know it's I know we always compare to previous seasons but there is something about the 95-96 season yeah. feeling about it you're yeah. probably too young to remember that aren't you Fraser? oh yeah definitely yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> although if you'd like to hear a lot about it we did a special with Mike Ford about that so go back and listen to it yeah yeah that was a that was a cracking one yeah. I, you say we did you did and it was good it was very good <laughs> um anyway so I've gone four now uh I'm gonna say that Taylor will get a hat trick this time um, and Henry will get the other one. Uh, Fraser, what do you think? I'm going to be confident. I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to say 4-0. Cool. And I think Brannigan's going to find the net this time. Uh, not four times, but Hen- I'm going to go Henry, Brannigan, Taylor, Taylor. Okay. Um, and Simon? I'm going to go very, very sort of confident on this and say five. I think they're a... They're- Clearly a poor side, Southend, and and we you're right we're just starting to hit some form. Matty Taylor's starting to score goals again, um, so I can I can easily see him getting a couple and Brown Holland whoever I, I I think they could come from anywhere a 
against this lot. I really do. And I hope I'm not setting myself up for a fall. (laughs) You just look at how we, I think we're just starting to really hit a little bit, really good bit of form. Yeah. Where even, even in those patches in games or even, you know, throughout whole halves or whole games when we're not playing so well, we are sticking in there. Yeah. We're doing the right things, right. Um, We get one chance. We take it. Um, that being said, I don't know how Taylor didn't score four the other night. But, you know, we we did win and we won comfortably and we didn't play as well as we can. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we've got to be positive and obviously anyone listening to this will have seen Twitter enough to go, oh, everyone's talking about get there, get behind them. Um we obviously echo that, but we're not going to do a, a rallying speech because you all know it and you'll all be there anyway. So, um, <laughs> hi, Tim. Hi, Rufy Hi, Roo. Tim. Hi, Rufy yeah. Hi, Ash. Hi, Kieran. Hi, yeah. Tom Leonard. Andy again. Andy thanked us for a shout out. His shout out. That was, that was did, nice. Shane. Yeah. Ah, that was nice. And Stuart Lee for, for listening. Yeah, good lad. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Well, thanks for everyone who has been listening. And we will speak to you after the South End game and previewing the Shrewsbury game. Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury. Where do we Shrewsbury, land on? Yeah, yeah I go Shrewsbury. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think Shrewsbury. they are. Shrewsbury. I think they're called the Shrews, aren't they? They're not called the Shrews. Is that right? Yeah, that's yeah. True. That's as good a logic as so I can. I reckon I can that see. should be on the town charter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, although in in writing it doesn't work, does it? Yeah, but where's that ever got us? <laughs> <laughs> scone and scone. Um, thanks, <laughs> thanks very much for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye.